this is Marty St. Louis. Hey, this is Joe Beninati. Hey, it's Danny Briere. Hey, everybody, this is John Forklund. Hey, this is Jack Edwards. And you're listening. You're listening. You are listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. So what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski of the Tomahawk Roundup on 88.1 FM, WNTH, the voice of Nutra. And I am here with Craig Conroy, Assistant General Manager for the Calgary Frames. Craig, how are you today? Good. I can't complain. The Hawks just made a big trade for Calvin DeHaan, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, they've made a ton of moves. It's, uh, you know, it's a fun time, but a fun, fun time to hear for us. There's a lot of talk and a lot of stuff going on, for sure. Yeah, so as assistant general manager, what are your day-to-day responsibilities running the front office, if you will? You know, I probably do more uh, player personnel and a lot of the amateur stuff, uh, college-free European free agents, uh, you know, just anything, any assignments. I might be going with a team when Brad wants to get out and do some other stuff. And, and then just, uh, you know, it, it seems like there's all this stuff to do around the office. So a little bit of everything, but, uh, you know, mostly I'm out there kind of scouting, trying to find players and, uh, you know, make the team a little bit better. Yeah, so what does the process of scouting look like for our listeners who aren't as familiar as we are? What is the what, sorry? The process of scouting look like? You know, I think the first thing is, especially uh, on the amateur side, we have uh, guys that kind of are scouts in different areas, identify players, and then once they kind of have either the guys we really like, I, I shoot in to see them, watch the games. You know, we have all of these different criteria, what we're looking for in the players, whether it's compete, the hockey sense, skill, you know, you're going through evaluating each one, and then on that side, you're, you're coming up with a list and trying to get ready for the draft. So, um, and then vice versa, with the, we have Hawken Loop over in Europe that kind of runs our pro side. He's identifying players that he thinks could, you know, I'll, I'll call him say, hey, we're looking for a right shot defenseman. You have anybody in Europe that fits that that we'd like to bring over? You know, and then we go through that process, and I'll go over to Europe. Uh, unfortunately, when your team does so well, the guys that you want, they, uh, they actually sign on different teams. So, and the same thing with Billy Powers, uh, you know, he does all our college. He'll do the same thing, and, and we'll do that with the, with the college kids, too. So, yeah, this year, we're getting a lot of uh, those free agents, but when your team uh, finishes second overall, you don't get many. Yeah, no, yeah, speaking of that, the Flames had a great regular season last year, and so how do you replicate that performance with an even deeper postseason run? Uh, busy 
Yeah, so speaking of the draft, how does your new draft pick uh, from the first round, Jacob Peltier, meld with your aggressive style of offensive play? You know, I think the one thing is we, we taught high hockey sense, you know, character and skill, and he kind of checked all those boxes. I guess against what I was just talking about, we'd like to get a little bigger. Uh, he's not a big guy, but, you know, we almost said, hey, there's certain guys that play to their size, and there's some guys that play bigger than their size, and we feel like he was a guy that, you know, even though he's not huge, he competes every night, he's got a heart of a line, and he's going to do whatever it takes to win, and he's got skill and good hockey sense, so I think with the other guys that were around that pick, we could have went a little bigger, we could have went a little maybe on the defensive side, but we just said, hey, you know, at this point, we think he's the best, he has the best chance of popping at 26, so... You know, that, that's kind of what it came down to. And, you know, analytically, uh, he, he was, he did, those numbers were off the charts, plus what our scouts saw. So the combination of each, I think he pushed himself just ahead of, uh, you know, some of those other guys. Yeah, so towards the end of your playing career in Calgary, you and your Flames teammates saw the beginnings of the Blackhawks dynasty. What made them so difficult to play against, and how did you adapt, especially in the playoffs? Well, it was amazing. Uh, you know, you think all the, now they're getting a little bit older and they've won a bunch of cups, but, uh, you know, when Taze came, you knew instantly how good they were going to be, you know, with Seabrook and Keith and, and just the whole thing. And I know it goes so well, how he kind of works with the team and what he expects from them. Uh, I remember one day we were in there, and they were just young and just thinking, wow, these guys are going to be good. It was an afternoon game, and they really – they put a beating on us, but to watch those kind of, you know, I think just the chemistry, you know, Kings is so much different than Kane, but when they're, they just bring so much to the team, and then you have Keith Seabrook, and, you know, you have the Sharp and the Buff ones, it's amazing how over the course of time, when you had lads in there, how they were able to transition out of guys because of cap trouble, but bring in other guys, and, and just continue to be solid, and now you see, they still got that core group, they're a little bit older now, but they believe that, hey, if we bring in a few guys, the way they finish the season, the year's got to be promising for them. But it, it was fun to kind of watch them as young kids, how they progressed and became superstars that they are today. It's, it's, uh, it was a special team to watch for sure and play against. Yeah, so um, you actually played against one of your acquisitions in Michael Frolik. Um, what does he bring to your lineup, given his experience in Chicago as part of the Cup team in 2010? You know, the one thing with Frolik, he's a true pro. I mean, he, every year he wins the, the fitness, con, you know, competition at the beginning of the year. He, he's always number one. And uh, his work ethic, both on and off the ice, that's what it, it's all about. So he's a great example for our young guys. But that's someone that's actually won, been there. Uh, he's always reliable. The one thing about Fro, when he's on the ice, you feel comfortable. You're like, okay, he doesn't, he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. I mean, offensively, he chips in here and there. He's not going to put up, you know, 80 points. But you know when he's on the ice, he's going to help your team win night in, night out. He doesn't cheat the game at all. And, you know, to have him around and his personality, uh, it's good for our young guys for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So before we head out, is there anything else you wanted to discuss, free agency, hockey-wise, the transition from playing to management? Yeah, I mean, you know what, obviously the, the transition as a player, you always think, oh, this is what I would do if I was on the other side. It's amazing how hard it is uh, in the salary cap world, how hard it is to make trades and how hard it is to really change the team up. You know, 
you really have to draft well, and, and it, it takes more time than I thought. I thought, well, we just will, we'll make these three or four moves, and when you can't make those moves, you're like, oh, this isn't going to be as easy as I thought. I remember James Easter the first day said, I'm like, we should try this, this, this. He goes, here's my phone. Go ahead and make the call. You know, so it's been a great learning experience for me going on this side. And the other thing is. You know, I think when Jerome and I were on different sides, he, he made a point to say, hey, you're, you're starting to act like Daryl. You know, you need to be yourself and talk to the guys. But I thought I had to have this big separation. You know, I didn't want to feel like we're still friends when we're at the rink. But you know what? I, I think there is a fine line, but you still need to be true to yourself. And I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned, that, hey, you know, just because you're in management now doesn't mean we're on different teams. We're really all on the same team. We all want to win a Stanley Cup. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a great transition. They've been great here in Calgary as a player and then as, you know, now on the management side. And, uh, yeah, we're looking to make a far, you know, make a big run. We want to, we want to do what you guys did. We feel like we have a good young nucleus that uh, we're heading in the right direction for sure. I couldn't agree more with guys like Connie, uh, with guys like Gaudreau, Kachuk, and now with Peltier, and you've got the young goaltender in Riddick. I mean, this is this is a team that's definitely going to go far. Craig Conroy, assistant general manager of the Calgary Flames. Craig, thank you so much for your time.